Blog Talk Radio. At first I was afraid, I was petrified, kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. But then I spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong, and I grew strong, and I learned how to get along and so you're back.
market it and trademark it and sell it because it's a, one of those kind of feel-good days. Even though my husband's not had a good day, for the radio show and, and, and you all, this day has been absolutely marvelous. And I say that because this is your show, ladies and gentlemen. It's not my show. I, I just facilitate it. It's you, the listener. It's you, the guest. And it's it's the things that happen after that just sometimes blow my mind. We are at almost 120,000 listeners just on this show. It doesn't include all the podcasts. I have not had time to run all of those numbers and compile them because Podcast Garden takes me about three hours to put together. But it looks like we're running with Podcast Garden at about 20,000 by itself. So you add the 122,894 to 20,000, that's 140-some-odd thousand. Then you add another almost 8,000 at SoundCloud, plus another 2,000, 2, 3,000 at podcast.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to hit 200,000 before the end of the year, and it's all because of all of y'all. And, and it's not because of me. It's because of all of my listeners and all of my guests in 200-plus countries, and I am so humbled and so grateful. Two things happened today. One, we picked up a new sponsor, and, yes, I know y'all get this spill every night, but it's important. There's two ways to get on this show. One is to come on as a guest. I don't care if you've got a book, if you've got music, if you're a political platform, if you've got a cause, if you've got a passion. That's what this show is about. That's why I call it off the chain. Two you can become a sponsor for the show and, and run an ad. For, if you don't just want to run it 30 days, run it 30 days. And I'm not out to, to get rich. For 10 bucks, I'll run it for 30 days. And, and however many nights I have a show within that month, I run it every night of the show. If for some reason I have to reschedule the show because most of you know that my husband is very ill and getting more and more ill, the ad follows the next scheduled show. So you're not going to lose anything. And no, I don't get rich off of it. But you get to be heard. And all you have to do is contact me. They're on my Facebook page if you're friends with me. If not, go find me. Or contact me at offthechainradio at yahoo.com. And tonight I want to welcome, this is one of the great things that happened today, I want to welcome a new sponsor to the show. He's been a guest on this show, a funny, funny man, an amazing author, and he writes under the name of John Isaac Jones. And he has a new book out, and it's called Don't Miss the Duck Springs Affair, and it's a romance novel. And he's from the South, and it's a fling for the ages, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, think of the notebook. So he says bring plenty of tissues. So you want to do that. No, you can't go yet because you don't know where to find it. And we've got another wonderful guest that I'll introduce in a minute. It's available in paperback on Kindle, and it's also on audio. So after the show, when you're going to look up the guest we have tonight, look up John Isaac Jones' The Duck Springs Affair. He also has some more wonderful books out. Two of my sponsors that have been with me forever, I absolutely adore them, and because of this show, one of them... Her books went number one in Australia, who is our number one listener here on the show itself. And I am I am so grateful, Australia. Y'all don't know what y'all have done for this show and for my guest, and I appreciate y'all so, so much. 
Her name is Diane Moat, and she's an author. She has a series of books out, and they're the Sam Holden series. The first one is called Dog Gone, and the second one goes like this. Wherever a helpless animal whimpers in the dark and wherever the system fails to protect said animal, she'll be there, and she's not giving up anytime soon, so you've been warned. When Sam Holden receives a tip about a brutal dog fighting ring, she embarks on some of her most dangerous acts of vigilantism yet. The monster known as the puppeteer circles Sam's world as she unknowingly circles his. While they chase each other, will that put will Sam put those she loves most in harm's way in order to break up the ring? With time running out and animals in need, the dangerous life Sam's created begins to eclipse any other life she could ever lead. Go to Amazon, ladies and gentlemen, and look up Diane Moat Dog Fight. That's the second in the series. The first one is Dog Gone. You will not be sorry. Then there's this another amazing woman. Her name is Cece Chamberlain, and she has her own podcast, and it's called Inside Your Life with Cece. It's a motivational, passionate—I mean, passionate conversation. She interviews people who are truly living their purpose, whether it's a professional boxer, an author, or even a history enthusiast. Cece strives to give people hope for a brighter day with her inspirational words. So download, subscribe, and listen as Cece guides you to pursue your dreams for you to live your best life. This wonderful show is available on podcast.com, iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere podcasts are available. Now, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, real quick, last night I interviewed an author, a fabric artist, a, a yarn spinner. Do you name it? This woman is amazing. She's a counselor. She, her name is Jeanette Pelton, but she writes under J. Traveler Pelton. She sent me this today, and it blew my mind. She said, um, the funniest thing happened. My older son, Ben, came over to borrow Dad's tools. Dad is sort of a repository for all things mechanical and said, Mom, you were on pod last night. I listen to that show off the chain all the time, and I never knew you were going to be on it. And I was grooving to the intro song on my way into work, and then it's my mom's voice. I nearly wrecked the car. Warn me next time. I couldn't finish listening because I had to check in. But for real, Mom, warn us. All of us listen to that program. And Jeanette says, and it turns out they do. Fawn, Maya, Ben. Isn't that a coincidence? They all called after to tell me. So, Fawn, Maya, and Ben, if you're listening tonight, thank you so, so much. I had no idea. Y'all are simply amazing. One more real quick thing, and we'll get into the show with my guest. I had another guest on last week, an indie country music artist named Richard Lynch. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I just found out that he hit number 11 on the Indie World Country Record Report. I like to think that part of it is because we had him on this show. Great things are happening from this show for all of you, my guests, and I love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the honor of being on the show. 
So let's get to our guest tonight. This is an amazing man. I mean, just, I found him, and I don't know how I found him, but he's not getting away. His name is Gnote Wise. Now, I love that name. It's it's suave, it's sophisticated, it's old world, it's elegant. It speaks Victorian to me. He has been a creative director in advertising most of his working life. In his youth, he put forth an effort as a bull rider, an iron worker, a laborer, a welder, a funeral home pickup person, a bartender, a truck driver, a postal worker, an ice house worker, and a paving field engineer. A, a Styed museum director called him Rathish. I like that word too, which he enthusiastically embraced. Of course, he took up fiction and poetry. The novel Ruined Days, released December 2015, and short story collection Resume Speed was released June 2016, both with Black Opal Books. Winner of the H. Palmer Hall Award for short story collection, Night Train Cold Beer, which he got a $1,000 cash grant and publication of the book by Pecan Grove Press. His poetry collection, Scattered Cranes, publisher Pisca's Porch, February of 2017. He was a finalist in the Book Excellent Awards, a finalist in the American Book Fest Awards, and on top of that, in his spare times, he makes the most amazing sculptures. Welcome. I am so glad you are here. Well, uh, after an introduction like that, I'm I'm uh, I'm very pleased to be here. Thank you. You are quite welcome. I started looking up your stuff today, and I I got lost in it. I I didn't want to quit. I'm going. I want that one and that one. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking at the show, you can see the slideshow of some of his sculptures. They they're amazing. I really like the one with the horse and the wagon. Are you still with me? I don't know if we have lost our um our guest or not. He um he got quiet all of a sudden. I hope he's still with me. Gwinnett, are you still with me? Hello. Well, we will we will soldier on and hopefully he'll call back in or something. He um he, he, ladies and gentlemen, if you look at his sculptures, I can't wait to get him back on the line because it, it's amazing what this man does. Just will blow you away. He also wrote a book called Horses See Ghost, and it's a poetry collection. And it's full of joy and sadness and rye and it's side-eye affection for our lost world. The title is about a cult his wife, Freddie, got him some 30 years ago. He passed away as this book was being finished. His name is Harley, and, and they loved him. The next to the last poem is about the day he died. Then a week later, a very dear friend also died. Too young, and the book is dedicated to him. Tim read many of the poems in this collection. I know this because he always, he liked them. I know this because he always told me the truth. He knew Harley and Freddie for years, acquired some companions for the ghost cult when his running mates went on their, to their own reward. 
Uh, my caller has dropped. I hope he ca- maybe that's him. Let's see. I'm back on another line. There you are. Yeah, okay. I, I, I'm I calling on happened. a landline. I'm not sure what happened. Uh, I'm not sure what happened with that uh, cell phone, but. Um, but that's what happens with live radio. We're not going to worry about it. We just go. I was talking about ghost, um, ghost horse. Oh yeah, and I, the, I, the uh, horses see ghosts, and yes, they do. Yeah, horses see ghosts. Yeah, I've I've watched them do it. I I don't doubt it for a minute. But before, and I only did that because I didn't have you to talk about your 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 history. Before we talk about the books, I want to talk about you because you have done some amazing jobs in your lifetime. Why? Well, yeah, I I, I bounced around quite a lot uh, in my younger years. Um, I, I uh, uh, after art school, uh, I had to get a real job because uh, uh, my wife, became pregnant and so I had to go to work <laughs> and I I had to, I started working at a paving company and uh which was kind of a stretch from what I wanted to do uh in art school I wanted to be a painter and I wanted to, to you know paint beautiful paintings and <laughs> and sort of lounge around and uh drink gin and tonics and that sort of thing but uh I was introduced to real life, and uh, that was a a, uh, a a concrete paving company. So it's 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 never been easy since then. <laughs> <laughs> well, let let me ask you this, Gannett. As a child, because you were a bull, I mean, you've done things that most people dream about being a bull rider. My son did that briefly, and my heart went to my throat every time he did it. But as a child, did you want to sculpt and paint and write, or or were you on a different path and this just sort of flowed right into your journey? No, as 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 a child, I I did uh, I I did write and uh, and uh, made things that that nobody could quite understand and and. Uh, uh, I, I painted and I drew and I did all these things and uh, uh, that all culminated at, at art school and and it kind of gave me the idea of art school at art school that it wasn't a real grown up thing to do so so I went out and got a grown up job but uh, and uh, after that I, uh, I I sort of lapsed back into it. At least when I went into advertising, I went in as an art director, and then as a copywriter. But uh, I spent most of my life doing that. Well, thinking about that, I tell all of the listeners that we're all on a journey, and that that sometimes our life takes us in a direction we think, "How in the world did I get here?" But as as being in marketing. And, and an art director, that helps you now in as to market your sculpting and to market your books and to know what to do because a lot of independent artists, whether it's music, sculpting, painting, writing, they all want to do this, but once they get into it, they go, I, I don't know what to do next. I don't know how to market. I don't know how to get myself out there. But you have done it because you 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 understood that you had to do it. 
Well, yeah, but uh, um, marketing marketing books is is uh, it's not an easy thing. Sculpture is no. is, is easier for me. Um, I had a I had a show out in in uh, Los Angeles uh, last year, and I sent uh, I sent eighteen pieces out, and and as you uh, uh, understand. Uh, metal sculpture gets pretty heavy, and I was mm-hmm. I, I was taking quite a risk in uh, in shipping this stuff out there because I had to pay for the shipping, and then uh, they ship it back. But it sold it sold like uh, twelve pieces out in Los wow. Angeles, and uh, it was an exceptionally successful show for me, and. Uh, they, I'm, and I'm represented by that gallery out there, plus one in Kansas City. But uh, uh, um, the the marketing for that, they generally take care of of uh, contacting their clients and uh, anyone interested in art. But uh, this book thing is a whole different deal. Your your guest uh, yesterday, um, uh, Traveler Melton. She, mm-hmm. she, uh, I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd be more, I'd be interested in knowing how she marketed her books because she said that she was um, y- using her books for for extra money uh, while her husband worked, and uh, so many, so many authors write the book and then they're they're stuck with it. They they they're not sure, you know, how to and. And unless you're uh, you're with one of the big one of the big five um, publishers, uh, nobody's going to do anything for you other than have the book printed and available to you, and maybe put it on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. But uh, I've tried so many things on these on these books, but I find that uh, sculpture. Sculpture is easier for me to sell, I think. Well, the, but, the but your, your 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 kind of platform and all the others that are available to uh, artists and and writers and musicians out there, there's so many ways to uh, to get the word out now uh, digitally and on online, and uh, just just your your platform, for instance. Um, your Richard Lynch, uh, uh, the country singer, suddenly uh, is in number eleven on independent uh, country music, and and uh, that has to be because so many people listen to your show and heard him. And, and uh, when we when we started, we started almost two years ago. And it was because I I can no longer travel to go to to cons and things because of my husband. So I had to keep myself out there as an independent author. And it's a community, Gannett. It's it's this is what we do for each other, and this is going to oh, help yeah. you because we're going to talk about your books in a little bit. But it's going to help you because you're going to get a following. And and I've already talked about horses see ghosts. I'm buying that book myself because. I can't oh. wait to read it. I love poems. Well, I I, I do too, and and uh, I I uh, the, 
I wrote um, I wrote one one thriller and uh, two books of um, short stories and two books of poetry so far, and I'm working on a on a uh, sixth book, a thriller right now, and possibly a graphic novel. And I'm working with a uh, with an illustrator on that, but uh, and it'll be a young adult type of thing. But uh, the uh, horses see ghosts. I uh, uh, most of those poems have been published in literary reviews, and uh, uh, I'm I'm just very happy about that because the the poems have proven to be of of value to somebody, and then and uh, we really have no way of judging our own work. And the fact that uh, so many editors have picked these things up for their literary reviews is gratifying. Absolutely, so, uh, and see that what happened many many years ago when when I started in this business. It's it can be a very unforgiving business like anything else. But there was no indie publishing. I mean, we're talking 30 years ago when I first started. And when I moved to Florida in 2006, I said, okay, I, I'm done with rejections. I, I, Like Gloria Gaynor says, I will survive. I know that I can do this. So I went looking to figure out how to do it myself. And a group of us have, have been together all these years, and we were the ones that started breaking that glass ceiling saying, look, you can do this. But you've got to know how you've got to learn how to market. And before the show, remember I said the books are not your brand; you're the brand. Well, people have to know who you are, what you're about, how you got here, the pitfalls, the successes, the oh, I want to throw my hands up and quit, and the fact that you keep going. Well, you 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 wrote uh, how many how many seventeen books? Seventeen books. Are, Three of them are, are they all? Crime. Are they all available? Yes. And and how how do you how do you uh, uh, how do how do you how do you get one that's flagging a little bit, and maybe perhaps get it out there again, spike its sales a little bit. Uh, I do, do go. You, I go on Amazon, and I find the book, and uh, my Amazon account is linked to my Facebook because they have the little the little link buttons. So I link uh-huh. my, my my Amazon account to Facebook and Twitter and I will click on the Facebook icon and I'll say, "Look, check this out." You know, it, it's sitting here now. Go check it out. And I just I just keep it out there. I don't inundate people with it, but I yeah. keep it out there. I have several websites I play with. I have several social medias I play with. I have the radio show that sure. I do. And over the years I have built, and it's taken, this is 2018. I first published in 2007, so that's 11 years that I've been doing this. Uh, I wrote my own press releases. I've been on television four times. I've been on radio I go on radio all the time, but I put myself out there, and I'm not afraid for people to tell me no because when people – there's a bookstore here in town. Actually, it's in the next town up. Years ago when I went – it's an independent bookstore. I went in to ask them to put my book 
the very first book I wrote in their store, and they told me no. When I walked yeah. out the door, I said, one of these days, y'all are going to be sorry. <laughs> well, they're sorry because I will never, I will never ever go to that bookstore. Well, I, I I've, uh, I, I certainly understand uh, that, but uh, uh, I, I haven't really approached any bookstores in uh, in this area. Although there's a, there's a winery that is across the pasture, that uh, it's it's a, it's an old general store that was built in 1874, and they have restored it, and um, they sell a lot of Kansas products in there, and I have uh, all of my books are there, and I swear oh, I sell more books at the winery than I do on Amazon. They they have busloads of people come in, and uh, when 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 they come in, they taste the wine, or several of them, and uh, and by the time they leave, uh, that's that's loosened them up enough so that they say, well, I might buy this book, but uh, uh, actually, I've uh, I stopped in there the other day, and they gave me a a handsome uh, handful of cash, but uh, uh, I, I won't go on about that because I'm not sure. If if I've uh, if I'm supposed to uh... absolutely, uh, what you do is you you set up a signing and you put it in the local paper because see if people don't if even the locals don't know what you do they don't know how to find you so you set up a books I mean you've already got a, a a following there you've already got your books in there. You go to them and you approach them and say, how about a wine, or wine tasting and a signing at the same time? Let me tell you, it will be phenomenal. They, uh, they're, they're, they're open for uh, signings and readings. I can, I can do that yes. anytime I want. And they have, oh. like I said, they have busloads come in. So uh, it's, uh, it's open on the weekends, and, and they do a pretty good business. So. What, I should what I should probably get over there and, and do some yes. do some signing. Because see, once, once someone gets one of your books, you can tell you have your card, you have your little swag, you have your bookmarks. You say, look, you can find my other books, or or they're you know on on Amazon, they're on Kindle. But once they get one of your signed books, it's like an addiction. It's a drug of choice. They want to. They're going to want more. Oh, you could do signings there four times a year, and pick well, up the I, followers. Well, uh, I'm 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 glad you mentioned that because uh, that had slipped my mind, and all I have to do is just walk over there, another pasture away, and tell them I'd like to do a signing. They're all for it. Uh, they're very nice people, and and uh, and it's a busy place on weekends. So. Yeah, that's one uh, signing leads to another signing leads to another signing leads to oh and and also you need to go to um, book cons. To what? They're, they're called book cons. They're they're um, like we had one here in June. It's where a group of authors go. This one in June had seventy five authors, and it's a whole weekend. They have one in Tampa. I'm sure oh, they have sure, some. Oh sure, sure, yeah, I, yeah, they've got one coming up. You should go. You should go because even let's say you'd sell one or two books, the contacts you make and the the social media contacts that you make and the the uh, networking that you make is invaluable. 
sure. That's how yeah. you get out there. Yeah, good idea. Uh, yeah, the the, uh, the, uh, the the sculpture, I I'm represented by a gallery, and and they have a uh, they have an opening for my shows, and and I'm always there, and then people come in, and and you see a lot of the same people um, that are are have been following your work, and uh, it's the same with books, I'm sure, but I yeah. also sell. Uh, books at the gallery, and the gallery will uh, will facilitate a uh, a signing and a reading. They, they'll they'll be glad to do that. So that's the that's the answer to your question, my friend. Because we are indie artists, we have to think outside of the box. And I've been thinking outside. I don't think I even ever had a box. I've been thinking outside the box since I was five <laughs> years old and marketing yeah. for my father. So yes. The next time I talk to you, I want you to say, Vaughn, it's nailed down. These are my dates. Yep. I will. See, that's, ladies that's, and gentlemen, uh, you never know what we're going to talk about on this show because that's why we call it Off the Chain. Yeah, this this, okay. this went quite a, quite a different direction than I, than I thought it would. <laughs> but, uh, and and I, 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 I kind of hate to be talking about marketing and selling my own work but uh no that's what it's that's, about that's my part friend. of the conversation so yes this is what yeah. it's about you this this show is all about you and anything that i can do to help you become more successful and the reason i say that is because when i help you become more successful i become successful i am only as successful as i help you to become and it makes me so happy to to say things like Richard Lynch is at number 11, to help you kick in, oh, I need to walk across the field and set up a book signing, promote it, get it in the local paper, get it on the radio stations, get it on the local news, put you it on your Facebook yes. page. Yeah. The, the, uh, uh, that, that story you told about uh, Traveler Milton's uh, kids listening to the podcast and she didn't even know that they they were aware of it that that's kind of an amazing thing she she's in uh where is she south carolina she's in ohio oh in ohio and uh and her and her kids are obviously there too yes and they they're listening to you from ohio and she didn't even know that no Isn't that and amazing? she didn't even tell them she- yeah, and she didn't tell him she was going to be on the show. So <laughs> it's great things happen all yeah, the time. And speaking of great things, let me run two quick ads, and then we're going to come back because I want to talk about a something that you said on your website. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, and we're having an amazing time with author – See, I just went brain stupid. I'm going to call him G. It's Gannett Wise, and I love his name because it just it reeks Victorian elegance, And but my tongue is tied tonight because I'm tired. But we're going to take a break for just a few seconds, and we will be right back. Great. Do you have cougars on your porch swing? <coughs> Our horse is your new best friend. Do your nicest shoes get buried knee-deep in snow as your toes turn blue? Are you bothered by wolves at your woodpile? 
No, not that kind of wolf. Join wildlife artist and author Nancy Quinn and her family as they discover an exciting new life in Go West, Young Woman, a true Montana adventure. Available online and in bookstores. Or visit quinnwildlifeart.com for a personalized signed copy. Critics agree, it's a hoot. Hi, this is Winona and Jade inviting you to join us and our wonderful guests on the And I Thought Women's Cave podcast on Blog Talk Radio to learn more about our books, the And I Thought series, and the Misfit Guides. They're available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNobles.com. Or just to see what your ladies are up to, you can find all of that out on www.andwethought.com. So peace and love from Winona and Jade and our books. <laughs> Girl, you're so silly. You're silly. Remember Did you write that? That's funny. <laughs> Remember to visit us at andwethought.com. And we are back here on Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest, Gannett Wise. He is an author, a metal sculptor, and just an, an amazing human being. I'm having so much fun talking to this man. And, and I'm going to tell y'all something that I found when I went. Y'all know I do deep dives. Oh, somebody's on the phone. Let's see who it is. We have a caller. Hold on. Hello, caller. How are you? No, I I just called in on the cell phone. Oh, he just called back in. He, he, oh, he, yeah, never mind. The, it, it's it's my guest again. Anyway, the lamb. when I did... When I did my deep dive on on Gannett tonight, as I was getting ready for the show, I read something that I found, two things, that I found so interesting. Thing number one, he wrote the Toyota brochures. Now, how cool is that? You still with me? Yes. Uh Okay. Actually, uh, I did uh, Toyota broadcast and radio and television out there and uh, wrote the brochures even after I left. I I, I wrote them uh, here in Kansas City. but uh, And some of the car people that had left and gone to other agencies, uh, it was kind of a network of people, and it, and it uh, allowed me to write some for Buick and some for Nissan and some for uh, um, Chevrolet, but uh, uh, because they went to other car agencies. But um, and that lasted for several years. That was a good source of income. But at any rate, uh, doing doing uh, Toyota broadcast out there was uh, was great fun, and we had big budgets and we used uh studio musicians and uh and uh, good talent and uh and did some did some uh, award winning commercials. It was a it was a great time out there in Los Angeles and uh I kind of uh went out there not knowing uh what I was gonna do because uh I was uh you know, just searching, trying to find myself, and I found myself uh, pretty quickly <laughs> in, in, a, in a large agency. But uh, and it was uh, a wonderful time. Actually, L.A. was very good to me. But I got homesick, so I came back. 
Well, think about think about all the things you did with Toyota and, and all the the advertising that you did for them and writing the brochures, and scale it back to your books and and thinking out because you will know that when you do ads and things like that, you have to keep them fresh and crisp and and entertaining. Subaru right now has got the best ads out there because they use they use dogs. I mean, it's it's dogs and children make the best ads. But use what you know and think outside the box, and I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you will see a change in your book sales. Well, I'd sure like to have some of those big budgets, but uh, <laughs> trust me, you can budget. do it on a minimal budget. I've been doing it that way for years. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. Before we before we talk about your books, you wrote something that. I, I so agree with, and and you said that the word writer and sanity should never writer and sane should never be in the same sentence, and I agree because we as writers have so many voices in our heads that people might call us insane. Well, you have to tap into that uh, that sort of insanity. Uh, in in order to write, but uh, yeah, I, I I agree with that. I love it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that. Should never be used in the same sentence. Now we, in the time we have left, we briefly talked about horses see ghosts, and I I am buying that book because it it is so poignant. The the synopsis which I read it blew me away. The horse was actually your horse. And he yeah. died. Your friend, who loved your 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 poems, he died right after that. Yeah, he died a week later. It was uh, it was it was a sad time. But uh, Harley, the the horse, was a, was a big, handsome buckskin, and he uh, I had him thirty years. Uh, my wife bought him for me as a colt, and uh, I've had uh, quite a few other horses out here that have died on the. On, on the place uh, of old age, but uh, um, Harley was was my favorite, and uh, he was uh, he was a, a, a kind of a uh, mischievous big buckskin horse, and uh, we loved him dearly. But anyway, uh, his uh, the last horse out there is one called Amy, and she was a polo pony. And she's oh, out there now. Yeah. She's alone, and and uh, I'm trying to keep weight on her. She uh, she began to lose some weight after Harley passed away, and and uh, I I think that's uh, that that will happen when horses are used to one another and as companions. Yep. But uh, anyway, uh, I'm pouring the the feed to her and trying to get her up there a little bit more, and she's. Uh, She's kind of quiet and withdrawn, you know. She's but, grieving. Uh, well, I'm not going to get her another horse because that just perpetuates the cycle. I, uh, uh, I've had so many horses <laughs> pass away <laughs> out here that each one of them had their own personality, and uh, you know, they're like uh, like dogs. I've had dog after dog, but uh, anyway, the 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 the, the book. Um, title, Horses See Ghosts, refers to a poem in there 
about uh, horses I'm watching in the pasture standing and watching something that I can't see. And I get into their sight line so I can see what it is they're, they're, they're so enthralled with. And I can't see anything. It's not anything. It's not, you know, they'll they'll watch a bag blowing across the pasture or something like that. There's, there's nothing there. So I know that they can see ghosts. But oh, absolutely. My dog does. Well, dogs you, do. Dogs. Yeah. And and I know there's one here in the house because ever since he was a puppy and we first brought him home, he he would just stand and stare and say, what are you staring at? And I know <laughs> it, it, it was my sister. It, it It's just, it is what it is. I mean, they see things that we don't. You also have the book Scattered Cranes, and I'm sitting here reading it. Ladies and gentlemen, the cover on this book is, I thought Horses Sees Ghost was a grabbing cover. This cover is origamis, and it looks like one of the cranes is injured and all the other cranes are gathered around it. And it was a finalist in both the 2017 American Book Fest Awards and the 2017 Book Excellent Awards. Scattered Cranes is an elegy to time spent rodeoing, roughnecking, and construction work on bridges across bodies of large water and small in those areas of America that the coastal-bound flyover barely registering the beauty of the farmland patterns and jungles below. Thin clouds form a protective layer. There is no protective layer in scattered cranes. Some of it is down and dirty, while other passages are dreamlike and aspirational with a thread of humor. And where there was humor, there is optimism. As the forward says, it's like a rodeo. You're out there with your try. Scattered trains is a bustling, dusty arena for Wise's try. Enjoy it. That gives me chill bumps. Oh, well, good. They, th- th- those covers, by the way, are all designed by one guy, um, uh, a young man who's in advertising in Kansas City named Ben Carmine. And uh, he is a, uh, he, he's a genius designer. And uh, I've, I asked him to design my first book cover, uh, Night Train Cold Beer, and he did. And since then, I've asked him to do each each one since. And uh, he even set the type in uh, Horses See Ghosts. And uh, the the last page has a has a, a synopsis of why he used that particular typeface. But he's quite a designer. I mean, the guy is just. Uh, he, he he has no business taking time to mess with my books when he's uh, working on huge accounts like he does. But uh, uh, he does. He takes the time, and, and uh, he likes doing it. Well, you brought up Night Train Cold Beer. I just pulled that one up. You're, the, the cover, ladies and no, y'all can't go look now because you're listening to the show. From a family of badass anti-heroes in a cloistered compound in southeast Kansas to an ill-advised trip to the Guff oil spill, then spinning out to a car shoot in Los Angeles, this tightly written debut short story collection treats coming of age and coming to bad ends with equal versatility and compassion. The winner of the H. Palmer Hall Award, Night Train Cold Beer, is a new book with an old soul. My... Stars and Garters, I think I have found a new author. Oh, well, well I hope uh, 
uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be glad to send you the books. Um, and uh, I hope you enjoy them. Yeah, that I'll, I'll put it. To, I'll put together a package for you. Oh my lord! I mean, you write poetry that is reminiscent of Poe. You write short stories that make you want to sit on the edge of your seat and go, "I got to turn the page, but I need to go to sleep." <laughs> Where have you been well, all of my life? Well, you're, you'll uh, you'll you'll get these books, and I certainly hope they uh, they lose you some sleep. But uh, we'll we'll see. Ruined Days, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to this one. Ruined Days. Travis McEachum, a disillusioned middle-aged man, flies to Daytona to visit his dying father, Reno Pete. On his deathbed, Reno confesses his darkest secrets, then commits suicide. How tacky is that? Leaving his son absolute proof of his part in the, are y'all ready, the JFK assassination, along with instructions on how Travis can profit from it. Go figure. Following his father's cryptic advice, Travis heads to his uncle's house in the Maris Day Kaigon Wildlife Refuge, where they hatch a plot to ruin the days of those who destroyed their family. It's an endeavor that will shake up the power corridors from New Orleans to Washington, D.C., and beyond. Along the way, Travis attracts some unlikely allies. Among them, a stunning Creole girl, a street-rise Rasta character, and a Dallas, Texas police detective. But some allies are not what they appear to be, and Travis's enemies aren't the only ones in danger of having their days ruined for good. Is revenge hollow? It depends on who's seeking it and why. Oh, my flippin' word. Where have you been? Well, I, that, that, that book has, has been... Uh, Fairly popular, and and um, the the the, uh, the handful of people who have read it all like it, and uh, I'd like to have I'd like to get uh, a larger audience for it because I do think that that it's uh, it's one of those books that is fairly visual and um, and it 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 doesn't it it doesn't seem to have any uh, dragging spots to it it it. Uh, uh, it, it it it's got a pretty good pace. And, and ladies and gentlemen, that's not all of them. No, I didn't read you about Resume Speed. This is his collection, first collection of short stories. The award-winning Night Train Cold Beer was blunt, honest, and cinematic. This collection, Resume Speed, is also visually king, and each story gives you the impression of having entered a town where, though the city limit sign welcomes you, hmm, something is amiss. As each story ends, you punch the accelerator to get to the next. From the noir to the ironic, flashing fiction to longer form, Resume Speed is an odyssey of exceptional storytelling. Quote, I'll just give you a warning this time. Have a nice day, as a cop behind the mirrored sunglasses might say. You are amazing, and I haven't even read the Bloomin' books yet. Well, uh, you'll 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 get a little package of of uh, of all of them. And, oh uh, my word! Where have you been all my life? I tell you what, I'm gonna send I'm gonna send those books, and then I'm gonna buy. Ads for, say, two of them on the podcast. 
does. And uh, we'll see see where that goes. Oh, it's going to go. Trust me, it's going to go because you bring number one. I love poetry. Edgar Allan Poe is my favorite poet, and both of of the synopses of your poetry books draw me in as Poe does, and I haven't read the poems yet. Plus, I've owned horses, so I understand the love that you have for your buckskin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the, there's uh, there are some uh, some some poems that touch upon uh, things that I used to do: um, snow removal on a driving a dump truck and and uh, 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 working on those bridges and and a few of those things um, where uh, you know I, I I had a fear of height. But I didn't realize that uh, that I didn't have to work up high. I thought I'd be fired if I refused to go up high until until one of the foremen told me I didn't have to do that. That they'd find something for me to do on the ground, which which. Uh, well, I want to know something. I think, ladies and gentlemen, we may have lost him again. We'll get him back because we're getting towards the end of the show, and I want him to tell you where he can be found. I want to know what he's writing next. I mean, this man's, between his sculpture and his books, he is amazing. Just, I don't know where he's been hiding. He is absolutely amazing. Hopefully he will call back in pretty soon. If not, I may have to call him um, and see if we can get him back on the phone because I don't know why his phones keep dropping. Let's see if I can get him on the phone. One eight one six six oh. Let's see if we can get him on the phone and um, see if if he'll pick it up. Oh, there he is. We keep dropping you for some reason. Hello? Hi. We keep dropping you for some reason. I I, I can't figure that out. uh, uh, It it, it shows, you know, that there's there's bars and all that. I, I can't figure out why... It's going away, but uh, anyway, I'm I'm back. I uh, I was noticing on on my website that uh, there, there's a set of metrics you can go to to find out where geographically people are coming from, and uh, there were several from Australia, and and uh, I would love to get uh, an Australian audience. They uh, they they like this this kinds of things that that uh, are Western. And, well, uh, it can happen. In fact, in fact, believe it or not, we're getting to the end of our show, and I want you to tell these wonderful, wonderful people where you can be found and where your books can be found. And you've already said you'll come back, so I'm going to book you for January because I know you're going to have something else out by then. Um, can Can you hear me? Yes, 
I can hear you fine. We are getting to the end of our show, so tell the folks where you can be found. WiseSculpture.com has a lot of the 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 work, both the writing and the sculpture. Um, And that again, it's WiseSculpture.com. Did you? Can you hear me? Yes. And he's also on Amazon, ladies and gentlemen, under G-U-I-N-O-T-T-E. The last name is Wise, W-I-S-E. And they can also find you on Facebook, right? Hello. For some reason, we keep dropping him. Both of his lines are up, but we keep dropping him. But he can be found on Facebook. And he's already said he will come back to the show in January Ladies and gentlemen, y'all have to check this guy out because he is simply amazing. Gannett Wise, he he is just absolutely, I don't know where he's been all my life. And I want to thank him for being on the show. I, I don't know why we keep losing him, but I, I will, there he is. I will bring him back. Are you there, Gannett? Hello? Apparently his landline dropped too. But I will bring him back in January. And as we get to the end of our show, you know, there's several things that I always say, and y'all know this is live radio, so crazy things happen. But as we get to the end of our show, you know that people, that I always say that people will forget who you, what you look like. They will forget your name. They will forget what you're wearing. But they will never, ever, ever forget how you made them feel. And I hope that this show makes each one of you understand that you are all very special to me. You're extremely special to me. Without you, this show would not be as successful that it is. Also, ladies and gentlemen, do not ask permission to go out and achieve greatness. Just go out and do it because if you ask permission, they're going to turn you down because nobody wants you to be successful. They want you to stay in the bottom of the pit that they're in. So just go out and do it. And understand this, that you don't want to just feel special. Feelings come and go, but understand that you are special and everything about you is special. And I do want to thank my guest, Gwinnett Wise. He is an author. He is a sculptor. Check him out at wisesculpting.com. He's got beautiful, beautiful sculptures. Go to Amazon and order his books, G-U-I-N-O-T-T-E-Wise, W-I-S. Order his books because they are absolutely fantastic. And I I know he can't probably can't hear me, but I will put the link up on the show for him to share with others. Share this show, ladies and gentlemen. Share his name. Check him out. And I will bring him back. I promise I will bring him back because he is absolutely amazing. So with that being said, I want to thank each and every one of you from the bottom of my heart. Tomorrow night we will return here at Off the Chain with yet another wonderful guest at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. And as your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest who is MIA now, Gannett Wise, author Gannett Wise, I want to wish you all a good evening and understand that life is a journey. 
It's not the destination that we're looking for. It's the journey. So until tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, and I say good night.